everybody. Happy Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, June 25th. Um, Going to kick things off with a few stocks today that I thought were interesting to cover. Um, the first one, going to go into a little bit about what actually builds up and makes investing in this stock um, a lot of sense. I think for the long term, as long as they continue to invest in what I'm about to dive into. Um, And then the second stock today, I want to chat through a little bit about, for all of you newer investors, an opportunity that on paper um, has looked like an amazing opportunity, but in recent days has seen their share price fall through the floor. And so I want to just kind of walk through why that's happened, um, explain kind of why from time to time we do see this take place in the market and to not scare anybody um, away from stocks like this, uh, but just to explain how volatile the markets can be in today's reality um, with Twitter, the internet, analyst ratings can swing the market, all that fun stuff. So let's just jump right in. So one of the stocks that popped on my watch, so I have this thing called I call the stock watch list. Um, I'm going to figure out a way soon to be able to share that. So if you want to follow along with the stocks that I have on my radar that I'm watching every day, uh, you can have direct access to that list. That's not what I'm invested in necessarily. I got to figure out how I can share that as well um, or how I want to share that. But this would be the stocks that I'm currently um, keeping an eye on for a variety of reasons. Um, maybe that would also help all of you just kind of get a head start on, from my opinion, what are stocks to pay attention to. So this first one, EA Sports. If any of you are gamers, you've probably heard of this. Um, they're the creators of a lot of the top-tier sports games. And I apologize, it's not EA Sports. EA Sports is one component, It's, but it is um, EA is the, is the company. So I, growing up, always knew them as the sports company. Um, you know, Madden goes through them, all the NBA, a lot of MLB, some college games. Um, it's always been probably the company as far as like gaming growing up was one of the most pivotal to me. Now I'm, I'm 27. So for a lot of the younger listeners today, uh, the, this company probably hasn't been in the limelight as much in the gaming realm necessarily for you lately. Um, but yesterday it popped to me, it, it led my portfolio, um, and it finished the day up 4%, which if you remember from one of my first podcasts, that's a really strong day, um, especially for a company uh, that doesn't you know, have crazy volatile swings like you can sometimes see. So um, let's jump into why. So yesterday... An analyst, again, this this seems to happen a lot, and you'll probably hear this a lot more on this podcast, but um, an investment analyst came out and said they're bullish on the new season coming up of Apex Legends 2. So, first of all, let's just stop right there. Um, I think it's amazing the more I pay attention to this and document my journey of investing and share it with you guys through, through this podcast how often an analyst coming out and releasing a new guidance on a stock 
swings the market. It's kind of incredible to me. Um, it just creates a lot of volatility, especially if you're someone who has a lot of money in a single stock, which um, isn't necessarily the best advice. You kind of want to make sure you're diversified. Um, it can really actually hurt your portfolio pretty poorly or help you a lot depending on the rating, which is something that has not always been around. So anyway, I, th I just think that's interesting. So Apex Legends Season 2, what is Apex Legends? So this is what I want to spend um, a big portion of today's podcast on is just what um, what these what this new genre of gaming is creating. So the, uh, Apex Legends is EA's competitive game to what probably 99% of you have heard um, as the hottest game over the last year, which is Fortnite, um, which is owned by another company called Epic Games. So Apex Legends, the reason, if you th take a step back, gaming for as long as I've been around is you have to pay for the console. So whether that's an Xbox, a PlayStation, etc., then you have to pay for the individual games. So, you know, when I was growing up, I had an Xbox 360. That was my main source of gaming. You know, that was, I think at the time, like 250 or 300 bucks. Then, of course, the games that were popular for me, um, Call of Duty was always a huge game as I was growing up. So, um, you know, that's another $60. So you're already close, to, you know, you're over $300 just to start playing these games. That doesn't include, you know, extra controllers or what have you, all kinds of extras that, you know, kids growing up or adults, you know, want for their gaming. Um, what's been crazy about Fortnite being the first and Apex Legends will follow um, or has followed already is these games are free to download. So if you already have a console, or you can use it on your phone or your computer, it's using the cloud, which, of course, is where everything is going and is already you know taking over our lives today. Um, it's free to download. So you get more people to download the game and start playing than you ever possibly could by having a paid game, uh, and just and that's just purely because it's free, right? You're gonna have you're not necessarily going to have people stay around and be consistent gamers on the platform, but you're definitely going to have more people try it out because there's no um, there's no barrier to entry. It's free to play. So I kind of wanted I, I went down a rabbit hole yesterday because I really wanted to learn a little bit more about what makes Fortnite um, special. Why has it been so successful? How much money has it actually made? Um, and the reason I'm going down this rabbit hole, and you'll probably understand it when it comes later, is how big this industry is becoming and how much money potential is in this this part of the industry. Epic Games obviously has Fortnite, and that's been a monumental success. But EA Sports and Apex Legends, um, and after reading this analyst's opinion, I think it has the potential to be huge as well. I think Fortnite might have been one of those unicorn, you know, once in a blue moon, big bumps that we saw. But at the same time, maybe this just got more people in the door to try gaming again, even some older folks who haven't, you know, like me, who haven't been played since college, really, um, might have just jumped back in. So I think EA Sports, before I dive into this, I think EA Sports, I've been invested in it. I don't own any of it right now, just as a caveat. But I do think... Uh, 
I'm bullish on them. I think I think which bullish just means that I'm confident that their stock price is going to continue going up. I'm confident in their performance and their financial performance. Um, so if I were you, I would consider EA. I think um, Electronic Arts is, yeah, I think they're putting their money in the right place by doubling down on things like Apex Legends. So let's go back. Let's jump into Fortnite. So Fortnite, as I, I dove into this, did a little research. They launched in March of 2018. Now, like I said before, Fortnite is free to download, so you can start playing for free on any of these devices. What the, where the money comes in, though, is in-app or in-game purchases. So you can actually, while you're playing the game, um, buy... They, they had a name for it, and I, and I don't... Uh, yeah, I didn't write it down. Which is it's fine. So there's a there's a virtual currency in the game. You know, you can put I think it was like ten dollars, that gets you like a thousand whatever the currency is in the game is called. And you can spend that stuff on like customizing your character. I think that's the biggest thing people use it on. So like clothes and like dance moves when you win and like shit like that. So you can really customize your person as much as you want. Um and you can get you can get add on items um by actually paying money. So when I first read that, I was like, okay, that's cool. How many apps do I have where there's, you know, add-on items you can buy? I just never buy them. Like, it's just something I never do, right? Um, however, it seems that, obviously, that is not the norm. That actually a lot of people do end up buying those in-app purchases. So, for example, Fortnite blew up last year, of course, but they incurred over one billion, with a B, billion dollars in revenue in 2018. I thought that was nuts. I had no idea they had they made that much money off of in-app purchases. Um, I just thought that was crazy. And so I kept going down this rabbit hole, and I had an article that I found. Um, LendEDU did a survey and discovered that they said nearly 70% of the players... On Fortnite last year, so they extrapolated this over um, the entire um, this gaming community within Fortnite. So over, they discovered over seventy percent of those players made in-game purchases. So if you just take a step back and think about that, if you have ten friends, seven of them actually put their credit card down and paid money in the game. I thought I think that's wild. Um, and on top of that, so I'm you know me thinking logically here and not even realizing that people actually spend money on this stuff. I'm like, okay, well, they're probably spending small amounts of money, right? No. So the average person out of that 70% um, spent 84.67 last year. I was like, $85. That's incredible. So that's over a year. So of course people like kept probably putting money in. Um, and that was... At the end of last year, so one billion in revenue, the average was eighty four sixty seven, but they had more than two hundred million people play. So that's just phenomenal numbers. And I, again, I think that's because it's free. It, there was no barrier to entry, and it, it, because of that, it went viral, and people kept trying it and trying it and trying it. Um, so, like I said before, it wasn't available until March. They incurred over one billion dollars in revenue, which is crazy. Um, so then I kept doing some math. And if you back into the daily revenue, 
obviously it probably took time for it to, to grow, and so the back half of the year was a lot more lucrative than the front, but that still averages over $1.6 million a day, which is just incredible. And last year, December, which no surprise to me, I think December for gaming is probably a hot month in general, especially for these types of games, because, you know, Christmas, holidays, people are buying um, devices and on vacation or on break and have more time to play. But last year, December 2018, was Fortnite's best month, and it brought in $69 million in just, just of the in-game purchases. Which is crazy. So I kept going, and I was curious. I'm like, so Epic Games is not public, but they do have some big-time investors. And I was like, how much are they valued at? So their last valuation is $15 billion. So this industry is huge. Um, it is, it's continues to, to gain traction. So by other companies like EA Sports doubling down and working on developing um, their own competitive version like Apex Legends... To me, there's just a lot of opportunity, so I would not shy away from putting money in gaming now. Um, that's why I had hopped in about a year ago, is I think this is going to continue to grow and continue to gain steam. Um, but I, got, I want to take it a step further, so I was curious as I was looking at this. I'm like, okay, I get it. EA Sports, Epic Games, they're making money. Um, but we've, I've also heard of gamers on these platforms making money now is that true like i of course ninja is the one famous gamer that i think most people have heard of but i was just curious like how does he how much money does he actually make and then what is making money look like for people that are playing fortnite and apex legends etc so quick answer to can you make money doing this 100 percent yes all caps yes you can Ninja is the highest example of making money, so I'm going to use him as an example, but still, I want you to think of, like, this is not the ceiling, but this is the highest paid guy right now, Um, but to me, this is pretty incredible to know, you know, back when I was even in high school, back in, uh, you know, 26, or 2006 to 2010, um, this was not a thing, so that's not that long ago, right? That's only, it's less than 10 years ago that I graduated high school, and already, this has become an entire industry where people are, are making full-time livings off of. Same as YouTube, right? YouTube has blown up the same way. So Ninja in 2018 streaming on... So he uses Twitch, which Twitch is a platform that allows you to live stream games. So he has a Twitch channel and a YouTube channel. Um, his Twitch channel has 13 million followers, which is just nuts. And his YouTube has even more. He has 21 million on YouTube. So when you think about making money on anything like this with videos or streaming it's all about eyes right so you he needs all the attention or a lot of attention on his channel consistently to drive money but in 2018 alone he was able to make 10 million dollars which is incredible when you take a step back and think about how much money that is for playing video games um there was an interview done with ninja to talk about but how much he made he did announce he made 10 million dollars but he also, I thought, was an interesting stat, explained that he streamed 3,800 hours in 2018. So if you think about that, um, that's, on average, 10 and a half hours a day, 
all day during the or all days of the year. So 365 over 10 hours a day. Like anything else, you put the time in and you work really hard and you get good at something, the potential is there. So he streamed for 3,800 hours. Um, but if you do the math there, that 10 million over the 3,800 hours, before taxes, he made $2,631 an hour. So this shit pays, okay? This, this is... This is not uh, this is not a non-lucrative field to go into. So, how does he do it? Um, obviously, he can get views um, and ads on YouTube. That no doubt helps a lot. But he also does gain money through subscriber fees. So I looked into subscriber fees. Didn't realize this, but some a lot actually of Twitch players have what's called um, a, subscri- a subscri- subscriber fee, which essentially you pay, I think in his example, it's like twenty four ninety nine a month, which that seems extremely steep to me, knowing you know you can get net- two, two Netflix subscriptions for less than that. Um, but then you, you get premium content um, closer with the creator, so it creates like a smaller knit circle of different content than you put out, um, and that is what generates a ton of his money. Um, but even on top of that, he also um, partnered with lots of companies. So as you gain attraction on YouTube, Twitch, other platforms, it opens the doors for bigger companies to want to partner and pay you to promote their products. And last year alone, Ninja was able to partner with Doritos and Samsung, which two huge, huge brands, um, which obviously drew a lot of attention. Uh, and then, oh yeah, not to, not to leave anything off the table, once he got all those views, like any well-off, smart influencer who really is thinking about how this can be a business and a revenue driver, not just for fun and for a living, uh, he sells his own merch. So I looked, and Ninja actually has his own hoodies uh, that cost $60 a pop. So no doubt he's selling through some of those. Just another way to generate revenue for him. So good for him. So that was a pretty big deep dive um, into... EA, and just the overall gaming industry right now. So would love to hear your thoughts. Um, do you think this is growing? Do you think this is something worth investing in today? Um, and I would just love to hear what your thoughts are on the future of gaming. So comment, let me know what you think. Um, I think this is an exciting industry to look into. Um, and quickly, I have one more story I want to talk about, and that's Zoom. So Zoom Video telecommunications is a company that's trying to really master and win um, the face-to-face communication through video. They have a lot of competition, but they went public recently and have done, you know, right out the gate were one of our my strongest performing stocks, um, blew up off the IPO. Then they had their first earnings release, showed really strong earnings, really strong growth, um, from a sales perspective, so they're actually selling more and more of the high-end part of their platform to companies, to individuals, um, and they also have a really clean balance sheet, so they have a really strong, just pure, they have cash, so their bank account, essentially, has a shit ton of money on it, and what that allows them to do is easily and quickly reinvest it into the company for future innovation, so everything on paper for Zoom looks really good. Um, the only thing that's not, in my opinion, is it's not profitable right away. But as you've probably heard a few times already, from me even, that this is a rare occurrence 
um, to have these big tech these big tech companies come out and be profitable off the bat. I mean, most of them are not today. But what I've noticed differently from some of the other ones I've looked at is they seem to have a clear path to profitability. Their P&L is clean. They are growing in sales, not growing as much in cost. They do have a clear and quick path over the next year, year and a half to probably break a profit, which is huge. So to me, on paper, everything looks great. The team seems sound. Um, But of course, um, what can also happen, and you... I haven't seen this too many times, but it does happen from time to time. It was so hot out the gate, the stock grew so fast, that I think we have a lot of people now that love the IPO hype. They jump in, they invest, it goes up a good amount. They can see they made, they're made, they making they're up on their investment, they sell. That seems to happen across the board sometimes, um, which has then caused this stock to really, really fall the last two days of trading. Um, so for me, it was one of the worst performing stocks in all of my watch list. What I want people to learn from this is you don't want to buy or sell off emotion, right? So if I'm, if I'm someone brand new to the stock market, I put money into this, you know, last week, I see my stock jump. I'm like, yes, yes, it's working. Obviously you think that's an exciting moment and it is an exciting moment. Um, but then if you followed the a Friday and Monday and you see it fell and you might freak out and want to sell, just get it off your plate because you finally made some money off your first investment, don't do that. What I'm trying to say is these things happen when you invest. You're going to have analysts come out with ratings that are going to send your stock tanking. You're going to have one fi- you know one quarterly earnings release come out that all of a sudden the message isn't as promising as it was before for the next quarter. Um, lots of things happen, but you've got to have a strategy. So when you invest in Zoom, you need to have a strategy on either how much you want to get out of it or how long you want to hold on to it. Um, and don't let the, the swings in the stock market freak you out. You want to stay true to the course. This is an investment. It should be long term unless you're doing, unless your plan is to trade in the short term. So anyway, just wanted to explain that even on paper when stocks look amazing, that doesn't always mean they're going to perform really well in the market over a short period of time. That's it for me today. A little longer than the last few. I hope all of this was helpful. Um, As always, um, I would love to interact with all of you. So I did try to clean up my social media a little bit. So if you want to find me on Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at white underscore underscore Shane. Um, my name is Shane White, and that was the closest thing from a handle perspective I could get. So Twitter and Instagram are great places to find me. Um, I hope this was helpful today. Um, it's Tuesday. I hope all of you get into markets today, make some investments, and let's see what happens. Anyway, we'll continue learning. I'll continue documenting and sharing out what I'm doing. Hope you guys have a great day. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.